Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's crackin'? Hello there and welcome to another episode of Mysteries of the Unexplained. I am your host Annie and here's my sidekick forever. The ravishing Mr. William O'Hanlon. The Robin to my Batman, the Michelle Visage to my RuPaul. The uh, Romy to your Michelle. William. <laughs> will I am. Not the official will I am, kind of an unofficial will I am, an Irish version. You're... You're just like an unofficial fan page, really, at this stage. You're not yeah. even like... No, no blue no. ticks. <laughs> oh, what we would do for a blue tick. Well, how are you? Oh, I'm absolutely A1. Grammy nominations, Oscar talk, um, up for Tony. <laughs> just everything's after coming up Millhouse for me. Um, this morning I went out uh, after I did my yoga Pilates and had fruit berry mm-hmm. smoothie. And I went outside and there was people outside with paparazzi and asking for my autograph. I said, hold on. I said, if you have a question, enter it into the Ask Will Anything segment of today's <laughs> show. And they said, oh, I'm so sorry. So, yeah. How are you? I'm absolutely fine. I was walking down the street there yesterday, just walking the dog. And um, sometimes people stop me and most of the time it's for the dog, you know. But this woman stopped me and she was like, sorry, can I just ask you something? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, how did you get so gorgeous? And I was like, oh, mm. I don't know. And this is, I have no makeup on or anything, hair yeah. or bun as per usual. And I said, listen, I people have been asking me that since day dot. I, I, I really don't know. I can't tell you a secret. Like, because there is no secret to it. You're either born with it or you're not. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, people do um, pranks on TikTok. They'll do anything for pranks <laughs> on TikTok, won't they? It's crazy. It's all a big craze. It's just a craze at the moment. But yeah. <laughs> Go with it, sir. Yeah, like I go with Karen, it. if you don't, you know. If if that if that actually happened to me, I'd be looking for the van around the corner where the like you know the team from the show, the production team, are hiding within it. Listen, um, come here. I have one thing to do. A little bit of housekeeping this week before we go any further. 
Oh, yes. And, yes. Uh, well, first of all, we better say hello to our new patrons. And thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. You just don't know what it means to me. I want to thank my mom. Um, I want to thank all my fans out there. I want to thank that woman who stopped me on the street. I want to thank God. And I want to thank um, Holly and Jamie who signed up this week to the Patreon. Oh, thank you. Annie, stop pulling a Halle Berry on this, please. <laughs> and I want to say a big thank you to my old buddy, my old pal there, um, the crew at Super Superstitious. Uh, thank you very much for signing oh. up. Fantastic podcast. If you don't already listen, go listen. Mm-hmm. Oh, those people. Hi. <clears throat> Hi, I don't really want to talk about it. Oh, Jake moment. is going to come for you. I don't really want to talk about that. Let's just say that the battle lines have been drawn. Um, uh, hey, Jake. No, listen, um, come here. I have another little thing to do this week. So came to my attention that I was asked to sing a song last week. And um, my natural shyness and uh, my wallflowerness just came back to bite me in the ass and I declined to sing the song and I think I might have upset somebody by not singing the song. So today, Will, as an apology, mm. I'm going to have to have you pick a random number between 1 and 57 because I have found a playlist with 57 songs about regrets, apologies and feeling sorry. Right. And I have no idea... I have no idea what song this is going to be. I'm going to sing, but I'm just going to say for that particular listener, I'm going to do this, even though it might be the end of my broadcasting career. OK, so I'm hoping that I know the fucking song that comes up here. So I'm just going to have to I'm going to flick down to this page when you call out a number. Well, and you, you better make it a good one. Good luck. And don't. Are you trying to get in on my Vegas residency that I've obviously pitching at the moment? <laughs> Can you not leave me have one no. thing? No, yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just offering a heartfelt apology. Number 13, unlucky for some. Oh, you fucking bitch. Yeah, I don't like that number. Okay. Number 13, number 13, number 13. Sorry for the stupid things by Babyface. Oh my god. I don't know this song. I'm sorry. We're going to have to roll the wheel again because I do not know that song. Legs 11 and number 11. Oh, sorry seems to be the hardest word by Elton John. <laughs> oh, I, I like that song. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, um, I'm going to have to look up the lyrics. <laughs> oh, this was a very prepared segment. I, I'm led to believe. Very prepared. No, I just didn't want it to see. I just, uh, honestly... Um, I just didn't Time want to filling, just, is it? I didn't know. I have a story. I just didn't want it to. I wanted it to seem sincere and not rehearsed. Okay. Story's very tinny, so I had to put a segment at the start. Here we go. Here we go. This is super embarrassing. This is, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. What I got to do to make you love me? Ooh, shut up that dog in the background. What I got to do to make you care? Ooh, what do I do when lightning strikes me? And I wait to find that you're not there. It's sad, so sad. It's a sad, sad situation. <laughs> and it's getting more and more absurd. Oh, it's sad, so sad. Why can't we talk it over? Oh, it seems to me 
Sorry seems to be the hardest word. Jesus Christ. And if you haven't pressed the uh, turty and circle <laughs> forward button on your podcast players, I, I'm afraid you should go to the doctor because you have a condition. Yeah, 100% condition there. <laughs> There's no shame left in this world for me anymore. So, you know who you are if you're out there. If you know, you know. Listen, come on, we better get on with this story anyway, because it's probably going to be my last podcast ever. For years, victims worldwide have reported seeing a very distinguishable figure peering into their homes, their bedrooms, their cribs, their cars, their lives and sometimes even into their souls. It begins with the feeling of not being alone. You might wake up with an uneasy feeling, only for your breath to turn to ice as a figure slowly comes into view at the foot of your bed. There's a fucking stranger in your room, and he is staring right at you. You open your lips to scream, but your tongue is stuck to the roof of your mouth and nothing comes out. You've never felt this level of fear, and you think you can't get any more scared until he makes the subtlest of movements and you realise he is coming towards you. He is ever so slowly coming towards you, and you cannot move. It's the hot man. Among the panoply of weird paranormal things that are reported across this globe, some seem to grab the imagination more than others, and the hat man stands out for being reported with the same consistent description and the inability to discern whether he is actually a hallucination or some kind of paranormal entity. He is sometimes referred to as the grey man or the shadow man, and as an entity that is described as a man wearing a as being a man wearing a wide-brimmed hat and a long trench coat. In some encounters, the hat man is described as wearing a cowboy hat, a fedora, or an older top hat, and sometimes wearing a black cloak, suit, sporting a beard. When the hat man does appear, the witness is usually sleeping in the early hours, and he's often reported as appearing at the foot of a person's bed at night time. Some suggest the hat man is actually one of many members of a phenomenon known as the shadow people, which are entities that appear as humanoid silhouettes. Although legends of shadow people have existed for centuries, in modern times the entities are often reported by victims of sleep paralysis and often particularly by methamphetamine users due to sleep deprivation. Initially, shadow people are described as appearing in people's peripheral vision, over time coming more into full view, despite having no discernible features. While these encounters are occurring, the individuals report an accompanying feeling of anxiety and extreme paranoia and fear, and sometimes tactile or auditory hallucinations may occur as well. Versions of these shadow people have been found across the globe and back through history through the ages. Jinn, J-I-N-N, or Jinn, D-G-I-N-N, are supernatural creatures in early pre-Islamic Arabian and later Islamic mythology and theology. Like humans, they are neither born as believers nor as unbelievers, but their attitude depends on whether they accept God's guidance or not. 
Jinn are neither innately evil or innately good, but many stories depict them as malevolent beings who haunt the space between our waking and dreaming hours. Some shadow people have red eyes, some don't. Some hat men are ominous, some seem benign. Some angry hooded shadows seem to paralyze you and sometimes attack. Others simply seem to acknowledge your presence and have you acknowledge theirs before they make their way through your house and disappear, maybe through a wall. But what they are remains a mystery. Are they ghosts? Demons? Reflections from a parallel dimension? Astral travellers? Aliens? Although experts in the paranormal and in science offer numerous explanations for these shadow people, how are we to know which are valid? Whatever these entities are, the uncountable number of geographically separated people who have encountered these dark beings know that they are real because they have reported seeing, hearing, feeling and fearing these walking shadows. Now, Will. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a few stories from that website right now. So these are people who just from their own experience decided to share their story for free. And actually your man is making a book, which he says is going to be, um, it's free for anybody who wants it. And it's at thehatmanproject.com. I don't know. I haven't ordered it, but maybe after this, we'll see if we wanna. Story number one. I had no idea until recently that the hat man was a phenomenon outside of my own experience. I have never before or since suffered from sleep paralysis, night terrors, or even nightmares. I encountered him only one time. It was mid-March 2006 in Perugia, Italy. My wife and I were on a baby moon, one final trip before the birth of our first child. We stayed on the third or fourth floor of a nice hotel near the historic city centre. After a long day, I slept soundly until I felt like someone was in the room with us and opened my eyes to see a man at the foot of the bed walking toward our balcony. He was about six foot tall and wore a suit with a fedora hat. I could easily make out features and he appeared to be in his late 50s. I instantly became enraged and tried to get up as I asked, Who the fuck are you? To my surprise... I was unable to move, but he clearly heard me and turned towards me. I am not a man who scares or is intimidated easily, but I will never forget the look on his face and especially his eyes. They were full of rage and hate and blacker than the blackest black. Like two holes. As he approached, I felt genuine fear and helplessness. Then I heard a female speak to my left where my wife was laying. She spoke something that sounded akin to Latin. He stopped instantly as though obeying an order and his expression then changed to more of an annoyed look. He glared at me for just a second and then turned and walked out to the balcony. I regained my ability to move and asked my wife what she just said to him. She said it wasn't her, but she was so relieved because she was finally able to move as well. Unbeknownst to me, there was a huge shadow figure that was tearing over her and reaching for her until the woman spoke those words. She didn't see the hat man and I didn't see the shadow figure, but we both heard the woman. Whoever she was and whatever she said stopped him in his tracks. 
My wife has suffered from night terrors and has had these shadow figures torment her since she was about 10 years old. I suspect that I was just interrupting and wasn't targeted by the hat man. He was targeting my wife. Who the disembodied voice came from? I have absolutely no idea, but I'm eternally grateful. Uh, I was already after reading that a few times and it still actually makes my hair stand on end. Like... What do you think this is? Like, so it's often, it's often associated with sleep paralysis. Mm Mm-hmm. With that feeling of not being able to move and stuff. And and though a lot of people feel like there's somebody like sitting on your chest when that happens. This guy is, this fucker seems to be around a lot of the time when it happens as well. Yeah. So maybe it's something got to do with that like in between sleepy, dreamy, waking kind of time or whatever. And I like I've experienced sleep paralysis and I kind of know mm-hmm. that terror that he's speaking of. But I wasn't seeing a fucking man in a hat with the look of all the hate in the world encapsulated in his eyes coming towards me. Because I, like I would just, well I'd shit the bed number one. I'd have to ring housekeeping in the morning and be like, sorry, there's been an accident up here. <laughs> but what do you think of the idea that he was like actually it was the wife that he was targeting and not him and he just like woke up at the wrong time or something? Um I think it's very interesting. I think that um I actually never told you this, but I only sure you only realized this the other day. <gasps> um I sorry before I say that. I also use I well I haven't actually in uh, about a year or two now, but I'd suffer from sleep paralysis where yeah, the classic can't wake up but I've never actually seen a figure or anything like that luckily because I'd be like you I'd be like fucking terror traumatised for life but when we did live in that house in Lennox Street I did used to see um like uh, black shadows move from the corner of my eye really fast like as if something darted past really, really quickly but it happened so much there that I just assumed it was my eyes like I just assumed that it was like oh whatever I used to see them in my bedroom and sometimes I used to see them in the sitting room but when I moved out of there like I haven't seen them when I I actually only thought the other day I was just like because I was watching something about shadow people and I was like oh I was like that's kind of similar to what I would have experienced but I've never seen them since like I've never had that experience where something would black would like dart really fast like it was kind of like like I would never see a shape it was just like something black was there and then it would like go really fast like Uh, out of my vision but I'm like I wonder if they're all the same uh, entity you you neglected to tell me this about the house that we lived in together that I constantly was hearing a poltergeist in what yeah yeah, but I didn't actually think that it was supernatural. I used to just kind of think that it was like, I don't know what I used to think. I, know, I, I house, didn't even think it was, was, but now when I'm out of it, I'm like, oh, actually, like, sure, I never experienced that since. Like, I've never experienced that and since. And that house was quite, like, dark. There was no light down the back of it, like, down in the part, like, the extension part yeah. where our bedrooms were. So I suppose if you saw kind of shadowy thing, like, it was very dim. Like, you wouldn't be trusting your, eye, your plus, eyesight there anyway. Plus, I lived there for 10 years. So it became normal. I know that sounds yeah. weird because you'd be like, hey, how would it be normal? But if you're if you were live if you've been there for ten years and then I obviously was experiencing that all the time when I moved out of there and then do you know what I mean? Like I'm still yeah. I'm still less out of that situation than I was in that situation. 
so I didn't I know like do you know what I mean like now it's only now recently that I'm like oh actually I never I don't experience that anymore and it's like oh that's a bit mad I just took for no I just took for granted the fucking ramping and thumping and fucking and dragging the furniture and absolute unbelievable noise yeah. that was coming from a bed m- above my bedroom when there was no upstairs there what the fuck and after a while you're just like Wah. now I will give you a little funny add on to that is that I what? used to have a small fish tank in my bedroom <laughs> and I had little fish in it and uh, there used to be the banging and the clattering like as standard in the background noise and uh, I, mm-hmm. I remember one night I woke up at like four or five in the morning and I heard all this like noise in my room and I was like oh my god what is that I was like what the fuck and it was just like all this like like hard kind of like banging like a tippy tappy banging and all this stuff and I was like not banging but like thumping kind of noise and I was yeah. like what the fuck and then it ended up being that one of the fish had jumped out of the tank and were on the was that after landing on the thing and it was like flipping on <laughs> but I was so scared to check it out that I found it in the morning Yeah, I blame you for that because you I just no one else to blame when I lived with you, so you absolute murderer. You fucking I didn't pansy. murder, killed itself. You pansy, Kids. you wouldn't get up. You wouldn't get up and see some fish you, in the middle of the night. I made you cry when I jumped out of your wardrobe once. How dare you call me a pansy? The neck on you. You absolute brass, Annie. I think I'd it's actually made a steel. Fish. I'd rescue that fish. I you need I wouldn't an I'd... absolute <laughs> talking death like uh, you need to be stripped and stoned in the street at this I'd point be, I'd be lying in a puddle of my own piss in the bed <laughs> you'd be doing that that'd be a Monday night standard for you anyway love shut up I have another story from the hat man story number two this is from a guy actually who wrote into uh, the Hatman Project because he didn't really know what to do because he was having this experience. I am here because I am doing research on shadow people. My 11-year-old stepkid sees two shadow people that demand she feeds them energy by hurting or killing family members. I am a biomedical scientist and doctor in training, so I am a very logical person. Nevertheless, I have dealt with some bizarre things in childhood that lead me not to dismiss the existence of the supernatural. My stepkid describes two shadow people. The first is very tall, 11 to 12 feet tall, very skinny and has a blurry face and a deep voice. Can't be you, Will, has a deep voice. The second one is short and wears a hat. My stepkid moved in with my husband and I five months ago after we found out that she was subjected to physical and verbal abuse at the hands of her mother and her live-in fiancé. She does have a lot of behavioural issues and one involves pathological lying. Therefore, not everyone was convinced that she was being truthful about these shadow people. She started seeing them two years ago while living with her mother and my stepkid states that she has been dealing with them asking her to feed them energy via hurting or killing people at least four times a week over the last two years. When I asked her why she didn't confide in her mother about these occurrences, she said her mother would have shut her down and dismissed her claims. I asked my oldest stepkid if he thinks that his mother would have ignored her and he says she absolutely 100% would have. So in the biological mum's home, three kids resided with her permanently and two kids would stay on the weekends for visitation. All five of the kids were depressed in recent history. 
Two of them caught or hurt themselves to deal with emotional pain and all five of them have thought about taking their own lives. What the fuck? In this environment of emotional pain, my youngest stepkid starts seeing shadow people that demand that she feeds them energy from the pain of others. As a person of science and medicine, I formulated a list in my head for any organic and psychiatric causes for my stepkids' experiences. Her previous home environment was enough to almost immediately contribute to her claims as a psychiatric in nature, until I researched shadow people on a whim. Then I learned about the hat man, the tall shadow person and how they feed on energy from the pain of others. The claim that these things demand energy from the pain of others sent chills down my spine because my stepkid has never, ever deviated from stating that this is what these entities demand and I don't know where where she would have heard this information. My stepkid will not watch anything in the horror genre. Although she can be quite methodical with her plans to hurt others, she is also emotionally immature for her age. Therefore, she only watches animation movies and cartoons. I now have to figure out where to go from here. Because she is not given into the commands made by these entities, she said that they are becoming hostile, more hostile and more demanding. Yesterday, I heard her having an argument with them while she was in their bathroom about their commands to hurt people. I have no choice but to take two necessary actions. The first is to place her in a psychiatric hospital in order to protect herself and others from harm. And every medical possibility for what is happening to her must be thoroughly investigated. Then I must also examine any possible supernatural causes. And that is why I am here. I would love to hear from people who have knowledge about shadow people. And I thank you for your assistance. <gasps> oh my. Oh my lord. Oh my god. That's very scary. Although maybe she just has a medical condition. Uh, so it's hard to tell. Um, but if they, she doesn't have a medical condition, then I'd be getting every priest in the country to come to the house and stay for half a year. <laughs> There's loads of priests in Ireland. We will rent you some priests. Um, you know, but this story made me think about like because I've worked with people with serious um mental health uh struggles, and I've worked with a lot of people that experience um psychosis and schizophrenia, and like I remember being in 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 houses where this guy like this lovely guy that I worked with and he'd be like there like I'd be sitting on the couch and he'd be like there's a thing like behind you and I was like all right you know like it just became kind of normal and I was like do you want to talk about it and he was like yeah like I don't mind and I was like what's it like and he was like it's you know some of the descriptions that he would have given me about this guy in particular about the things that he saw were very very much like what these people were describing and this was in waking Mm -hmm. life and there was no like illegal drugs being you know taken what did he say was behind you? He he would just say there's a part there's a thing behind the couch like he's standing there and he's talking to me and I was like oh what does it look like and he's like it's just black I don't really I obviously see it all the time like it's there a lot of the time and I was like oh what's he saying to you and he's saying that you you know you're not allowed to be here and I shouldn't be talking to you and like nothing nothing um like just really derogatory like attacking like voices like telling him that nobody's to be trusted and I shouldn't be there because I was a support worker like it was almost like that there was a part 
it was this entity that was trying to prevent him from getting any help. And this would just happen all the time. This happened with so many of my clients that I was just like, all right, what's it saying today? Or if you want to talk about whatever. And these were like permanent parts of their life. And I just kind of wonder, is it? Yeah, it's so crazy. And it's so crazy the way it kind of becomes like normal. Like I remember this other guy telling me that like he one of his first episodes was like he was sitting at a table with somebody having dinner. Mm. And he said then there was an empty seat at the table. You know, there was only two of them and it was a four person table or something. And he said that this giant crab, right, like just appeared at the other side of the table sitting on the chair, like a huge fucking crab with like giant claws and he said that he was sitting there and your man was talking like his dinner guest was talking away to him normally and he was like there's a huge fucking crab sitting and uh he said that like the crab like got up and started scuttling around the table like going around in circles and nobody could see him only him but he was like he he said like it was it's as real i remember him saying to me it's as real as you are sitting in front of me like it was there and this wasn't sleepy time and this wasn't like after taking a load of LSD time this was just in the middle of the day so he was just hallucinating that's pretty crazy he was hallucinating but then I mean are all these things hallucinations or like are they just there and I couldn't see it because I started thinking a while after working this job I was like maybe the thing is there and I just can't see it and you can see it who's to say Mate, that's also probably true for some things. Like, there's obviously people that have verified medical conditions, but then there might be people that are actually, like, sensitives and see other dimensions yeah. and spirit people. And then because and they also have a condition, it's just like, oh, no, you are classed as inverted commas crazy. So that's quite sad. I know, which was the most, it must be the most frustrating thing in the world. If like mm. all these people that we've labelled crazy for all these years actually just had better vision than us. Now, this is what I was, this is what I'm about to come on to here because um I wanted to see what other people thought about this. So one common explanation many people give for shadow people is that they are beings from a different dimension that somehow bleed into ours like that giant fucking crab that I will never get out of my mind after this lovely man taught me about it. Such is the conclusion of a paranormal investigator from California who goes by the online name of Froggy. Of course you do, Froggy. Froggy has seen shadow people during investigations and in his personal life, throughout his life. It's interesting so many people have the very same or very similar experiences, he said. I too have had this phenomenon of being paralysed, as if something was on top of me. My brothers have also had the attack. One brother witnessed a shadow person way back in the 80s, before the word shadow people was even a buzzword. During a November trip in 2007 to La Purisma Mission, Froggy photographed one. I believe we are living among different dimensions, Froggy said. Ghosts live in one dimension, shadow people in another, and our dimensions can cross, making it possible for us to come in contact with them. Now, I have searched the internet far and wide, and I cannot find this photo that Froggy took. I'll keep looking, and if I find it, I will put it up on the Patreon and the Facebook groups. The most common shadow man report has him walking through someone's home, oblivious to the people occupying the house. Oh, yes. Yeah, so this is another one, right? So a lot of the times he's standing at the end of the bed. But people also see him in their house, like walking through the house as if he's just on his way somewhere else. And people often see him as well on the end of a street. 
uh, or like crossing a crossroads or something. He's like trying to get somewhere, like just hanging around. And obviously when people are seeing him at the end of the street, they're not asleep. Or if you are, you really shouldn't be driving your fucking car, Sandra. The red-eyed shadow person has been reported across the world. These entities are invasive and seem to feed off fear, or so says Bishop James Long, pastor of St. Christopher Old Catholic Church in Louisville, Kentucky. He has studied the paranormal for years and he says that these red-eyed entities are demons. I have found that through my research and field experience, shadow figures that contain red or a very dark orange colour tend to be negative in nature, he said. The entity is demonic. Fear is what these entities are after, Long said, and they will do anything to elicit fear out of their victims, including changing shape. They can change. They can take the shape of many creatures. I've seen these entities create a figure of a black dog with red piercing eyes. We've done that kind of black dog thing with the red eyes before, haven't we, Will? Kind of like the puka, the Irish dog. Yeah, which has been quite common, yeah. Very common, very common in Ireland. Why a black dog with glowing red eyes? They're feeding off us. Remember, the purpose of demonic entities is to provoke fear within us, Bishop said. It is this fear that it preys on and it is this fear that it will exploit. Kevin Dawson has felt that fear many times. I've met people who've seen them and I've seen shadows walking and in dreams, Dawson said. Sometimes I dream about cloaked humans. My wife still wakes up and sees them peering in the bedroom door sometimes. Whatever they are, they're rotten to the core and thrive on negative feelings. Which is interesting because, I mean, I suppose anything that comes into your home and scares you, like, is trying to elicit that that um, fear. But that's funny that that's what the little kid was saying in the second story. That, like, they're, that they were asking her to collect the negative energy, like, the, the energy of fear of people. That's what, that's how they thrive or something, is it? That's so Yeah, that's, like, kind of, like, that's kind of, like, what... F- feeds them. This is really giving me the willies. Psychic Patty Starr of Lexington, Kentucky, said most encounters with red-eyed shadow people are probably simple misidentification. On ghost investigations, she explains a haunting with the scientific eye before considering the paranormal. When I see things like that, I don't run. I go look at it, she says. A lot of times I can see it was not what I thought it was. Every time I've ever had any red-eyed type experience I've always been able to follow through and disprove it she doesn't really go into how she fucking disproves it maybe it's like if you don't like run from them and you aren't that scared if you walk towards them they'll just be like hey girl (laughs) or they just turn into this totally benevolent like hey you got a cup of sugar oh my god (laughs) shadow people she said are spirits which differ from ghosts because spirits are people who've passed but occasionally come to earth to help Ghosts are people who've died but haven't yet passed the other side. Although she doesn't feel the red-eyed entities are spirits, she doesn't discount the fact that they exist and terrify. So if you want to find out more about these shadow people and the hat man, um, because he's said to be one of these shadow people, you can look at Jason Offutt's book, Darkness Walks, The Shadow People Amongst amongst us or you can uh, look at the Hatman project online if you like an old scary story there's fucking hundreds on there it's actually oh, i went down a rabbit hole for like a whole 24 hours um well what do you i think that this fucker is scarier because of the hat i just think the hat like what's the need for it like is he a fashion kind of ghost or is he just i don't like the hat 
I don't like it. Yeah, the hat is just a little accessory, I think. Uh, maybe he collects the fear in his hat. Or maybe if you... <laughs> maybe he, like, um, some people he actually kills and, like, by exposing whatever's underneath the hat. Or maybe he sucks their life force into the hat. That's what I'm thinking. But nobody will ever know because you would have been dead and no one can report back. So maybe when you see him with the red eyes, you're like, hey, and then he lifts up the hat and it's just like, <laughs> and then you're gone forever. Now, I'd say in your room, he'd call in and he'd be like, oh, jeez, the smell of piss in here. We leave it so. We leave it so. <laughs> Wait, I just dropped my phone. <laughs> you're all right. Wrong room. Wrong room. Imagine. <laughs> big mistake big mistake sorry <laughs> and you're just like maybe, what maybe he has to keep the hat on because underneath it he's got like the cutest hairstyle ever like he's got two little bunches up underneath it and if he took it off like that like he'd be like hey so he doesn't want anyone to see is it because nobody's going to be frightened of that if you've got little two little pigtails in your hair yeah, so that's if he true. comes into your room, lads, if he comes into your room and, and you're on the verge of pissing the bed and you're just like the fear, like you think you're yeah. actually going to die. Just just somehow imagine that he's got two little bunches of pigtails underneath there. And like, th- you can't be scared of that. Yeah, the best thing to do is is to mock this uh, dimensional character, <laughs> which we can't contain, uh, shut out of our lives and know very little about. The best thing to do is mock a manny. Yeah, keep going. He might arrive up at your house tomorrow. Oh, holy Lord. Now I have to put in holy water everywhere. I feel like his neck just like was he in the other dimension now. He's just heard you speaking about him and it's just like cocked and it's just like, and again. No, 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 no. No, no. I don't like when you start drawing, bringing the What's the matter, Annie? You don't like my friend with the hat? You don't like Mr. Hat Man? He watches 657 Boulevard with you. <laughs> oh, and I'm watching sake. you. In Cork, Middleton. <laughs> Those guys would totally... Your dirty niggas have been on the line for two weeks now, Annie. <laughs> I believe you tried to bleach them, but unfortunately, it failed. They are brown-stained, Annie. We don't know why you buy white niggas if you can't keep them clean, Annie. Surely you can get the black ones. Nevertheless, we'll keep watching. And Mr. Hatman, well, he tips his hat to you, Annie. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry. I don't know what happened. I Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay. I think we're going to lighten the mood because I've got a little fun game for us and I have compiled a little hat quiz. It's a hat quiz. Um, I was thinking about all, all the villains there have been and there have been many down through the years that wore a hat because somehow a hat just makes you extra villainous, don't you think? Like it just puts an extra little fashion evil on your head. Hmm. Go on, I'm intrigued. Where's this going? <laughs> so I have a small little quiz for you and everyone can play along. And I'm going to ask you questions about horror characters through the years that wore a hat. Just this little something on their heads, like, you know. Okay. Question one. Freddy Krueger. Do, 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 do. Freddy Krueger, the well-known horror villain, wore a very specific type of hat. But was it A brown and bet up looking like a cowboy hat was it b black with a green ribbon or was it c pink with a feather like your auntie margaret would wear to a wedding it was brown like a cowboy hard to find an answer (laughs) (laughs) you're absolutely correct it was a brown and bet up looking cowboy hat william got something right congratulations your second question will in the alien franchise there's a famous scene where the hand of the alien reaches out to snare its victim fun fact is that the brand on the hat reappears in various instances throughout all the alien movies but what is the logo on the hat is it a wayland yutani is it b wayward mutiny or is it c way to go Brittany? Well, I believe that the it is A, <laughs> Wayland, and then the second word, I forgot, but it's A. <laughs> you are absolutely correct, Sandra. The name of the hat is Wayland Utani, and that is the corporation or the company's name which runs throughout all of the Alien franchise. You have gone two for two, Will, and your next question is especially because you're a big fan of this movie. In Jurassic Park, the paleontologist Alan Grant sets a high fashion bar for all on-screen paleontologists to come. But his dashing fashion combination of flappy hat and tiny bandana wrapped around his neck, that's absolutely pointless. But what was that colour combo? Was it A, a light green hat and a red bandana? Was it B, a cream-coloured hat and a red bandana? Was it C, a dark brown hat and a blue bandana? Or was it D, a beret at a 45 degree angle and a choker? Hello, it's Alan here from Northumberland. Can you give me B again, please? Was it B, a cream hat with a red bandana? 
I want to say yes, it's that one, but I could be wrong. I could have a case of uh, the Mandela effect. But I'll go with B. You're absolutely right to go with B. Congratulations. What have I won? Come on, now. Well, you're really going well. three for three. I don't fucking ask me in the middle of the question. Does somebody go oh, up sorry, to fucking Jeremy Clarkson in the middle of the thing and be like, what have I won? Well, I suppose on, on that show, you know what you're after winning. There's only six questions. You're halfway through and you're, you're oh. absolutely... Well, you're doing amazingly well because you're three for three. I don't know if I have three more accents left, but go on. <laughs> Question number four. The Babadook sports quite a fetching hat. But what is the correct name for this type of hat? Is it A, the Squire Top Hat? Is it B, the Aylesbury Top Hat? Is it C, the Gambler Top Hat? Or is it D, nobody knows he's a fucking Babadook? Well, Annie, you see, I know all about hats because my friend is the hat man. So I believe that I might know about this. Or I might not. Who knows, Annie? But I do know one thing. I know that I watch you all the time. <laughs> Give me a fucking answer, you watchy creep. Um... Well, there's no actual prize. I don't know why you're taking so long over this. Come on! I don't have a fucking day. I have things to do. I have a painting to finish. Oh, get a grip, Annie. Probably fucking shit smeared on a canvas. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I, it's crushed top hat one of the things. I would have thought it was crushed top No, hat. listen. Is it A, the Squire top hat? B, the Aylesbury top hat? C, the Gambler top hat? Or D, nobody knows he's a fucking Babadook? D. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Well done. Three years later. Jesus Christ. Question number five. Well, you're four for four. What? Why is it thought that witches wore pointed hats? Is it A, when they were caught, they were forced to wear them as a symbol of a church steeple for their shame? Was it B, the point was to draw down God's grace upon them from the heavens above? Was it C, it probably came from a history of Jewish women being forced to wear a certain type of hat? Was it D, fashion darling, or was it E, all of the above? E, all of the above. Absolutely. Well, D was actually fashion darling, but it was E, all of the above. Now, we are five for five, Will. I don't think you've been ever this close to getting something completely right in your whole life. Mm. I think this might be the only test that you've ever stood a chance Fair of getting comment. 100%. Fair comment. Yeah, really. Now, so I'm going to fucking, and this one you should know because I gave you the answer beforehand. I no, you didn't. The story. I did, you I haven't heard it yet, so you can't this. verify that. I mentioned, if you would just... Let a quiz master finish. I mentioned in the story today what type of hat the hat Fedora. Man oh my god. Fedora. You finally pass the test and you get absolutely not in Farish. That's because that's because I'm here with William and I'm the hat man. I'll send you a fascinator in the post. Now we all know what time of the week it is. Hey, I love you. Ask Willie anything. 
Oh, well, we had a quiz and ask Willie anything today. We've got to get through these questions now. Ruth Newcomb says, how many people listen to the podcast and what is your favourite colour? Well, that's two for one there, new, uh, Ruth, but I'm going to let you away with it if he answers quickly. Uh, listeners, Will? Listenership? Um, it's hard to tell because we changed providers there, so we kind of got a bit mixed up, but... I don't know. We're coming up to near 100,000 downloads and I don't know, we don't get too bogged down with other stuff like that. We just try to keep going. So I don't really know. Yes, we are going by downloads really. So we're coming up to 100,000. So keep sharing. Yeah, keep sharing. Favourite colour? Um, I like the colour purple. I always like the colour purple. I think it's nice. Thanks for your question. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you wear purple No, constantly wear black Jamie Talbot Seagull Hey, and thanks for joining the Patreon, Jamie Do you listen to other podcasts? If so, which ones? Oh, okay uh, I do listen to other podcasts I listen to The Bold and The Beautiful I listen to Hi Jinx I listen to Ebony and Irony. I listen to um, Real Life Ghost Stories. I listen to um, hey, yeah, my Super Duperstitious. We need to talk about ghosts with Kevin. I listen to Land of Nod, Annie's Land of Nod. I listen to um, The Poisoner's Cabinet. Race Chaser. Uh, Race Chaser. Race Chaser. I said super superstitious, didn't I? I listened to them as well. Did and you? oh, I, I also listened to uh, this paranormal life, uh, Rory and Kit, their gas. Um, non paranormally things. Oh, god, there's lo- I listened to up to 90, grounded with Louis through. Oh, gas. Um, yeah, oh, I love that one. Yes, I love Louis. Um, oh, god, there's loads. I also have Oprah because I find it very calming and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very dash with Delta and Raja. Um, yeah, a good few actually. Oh, that's a lot, Will. Yeah, that's a lot. I have a good little selection there. When you're not able to read, I suppose you have to listen to a lot of stuff. Becky Walters McCully says one essential oil fragrance for the rest of your life. Which one is it? Oh, I said this before. I think my favorite one. Um, uh, it would be lavender. Lavender, because it's uh, yeah, I just like that. Oh, I just like that. He constantly, constantly needs to calm yeah. down. Yeah, Denise, yeah. hey girl, what is your favorite thing about yourself? Oh, uh, probably that I'm tall. I like being tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. height. Mommy, I gotta have one redeeming feature. Kate Pattinson says, if you were a ghost, what would you do to show Annie that you were haunting her senseless? I think we had this one before as well, did we? I'd fucking scratch the shite out of her, uh, rough her up, and uh, be banging on every door and cabinet in the place, ramming it, throwing plates. I'd be very destructive, very destructive. <laughs> Are you the one that's breaking my sunglasses the whole time? Because Maybe. if it's not you, it's it's Washi. Carlos Cayazo. Hi, Carlos Cayazo. Grinder profile, face or no face pick? Oh. Oh, thanks, Carlos. So uh, it was it was no face, and um, because I was like the neighbours would be all seeing me, knowing me business. Not that I'm not out, <laughs> I am. Uh, but I've recently jumped in the deep end with a face picture. Oh so yeah. Oh my god, yeah. a highly edited and filtered one at that. I'd say Esmeralda says, "What's your favourite crystal and why?" 
Oh, thanks for your question. My favourite crystal would be amethyst because that's the first crystal I ever got um, in my youth. Oh. And I thought they were absolutely gorgeous, darling. Plus it has purple, darling. Oh, purple, darling. A gorgeous purple crystal. Melanie says, have you ever seen a ghost? Well, I think today I've real come to the realisation that I've seen shadow people. So if you want to class them as ghosts, then yes. Um, full-bodied apparitions, unfortunately, no. Just popped into his head after two years of doing a paranormal podcast. Sean Ellis, girl, what would you have you sold your soul to the devil for? <laughs> no, I haven't and I wouldn't. That's a terrifying question. I, no way. And then I think of all these celebrities that are supposedly after selling their soul. And I'm like, but you're going to live in hell after you have your hit single. Why? Hey. Who, why? Spill the tea. Who's after selling their soul to the devil? Oh, I couldn't possibly say any. I'm not getting myself into red tape or <laughs> hot water with that. But uh, I know there's a certain celebrity that listens to the show and I know your secret. <laughs> yes, if there's a celebrity you. listening to this show, please, please like oh, and share. I, oh, I know. Janique Leslie Calderon says, Will, what would be your speciality move in a fight? Oh, um, thank you for your question. My speciality move would be this. I would uh, first go like a cat and then I would um, scrub them. Um, Also, I would put my elbow outstretched. Now, Annie, you can verify this. If I, sorry, not outstretched, if I took my uh, forearm into my shoulder there, put my hand on my shoulder and outstretch my mm. elbow and attack. That is a very sharp instrument that, is, that I have that is <laughs> and, and you have been called the rap of that, Annie. So it would probably be the a combination of and then that. That thing, that thing has part. nearly punctured my lungs several yeah, times. It has, it's like it a has. fucking bird claw it's a, wing. Basically a knife. Wing, but like sharper than most that you will buy in a home store depot. I'm telling you that yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Walker causes says, um, oh no, sorry, Mary, I missed you out there. Mary says, if you could destroy one place on earth, what would it be? Oh, great question. Oh, that's very controversial now. Please, now. Very controversial. You're trying to get me into a political uh, hot water tub there. But I would probably uh, destroy the domes over Antarctica and the Arctic and let the people from the hollow earth come to the surface (laughs) on the holiday inside. (laughs) Oh, how nice. How benevolent of you. Jennifer says, would you rather a nose that never stops growing or ears that never stop growing? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, probably ears because I don't like, I'm not a fan of massive noses. Yeah, yeah. Massive noses, now we're talking, guys. Not just big noses. I don't mind a big nose and I'm a guy, actually, um, or a lady, really. But if they're absolutely ginormous, I just can't stop looking at them. Um, obviously, ears would be something that you would stare at too, but I feel like you could kind of plait them or, like, kick them behind <laughs> down the back of your jumper <laughs> Growing, couldn't you? Could but you? is is it? Or grow your an, hair long. Is it an urban legend? Because I heard that like that your ears never stop stop growing. Really, that they grow a tiny bit. Because you see all those older men with really really huge ears, and it freaks me out. You always see some older men and their ears have like stretched and they're really really long. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's your ear lobes, isn't it? Oh, 
Oh God, it's actually, well, I can't. It makes me a bit sick. Cat Barnett says, do you think your lovely Patreon peeps check their bums for fingers and their pubes for graze after the last grind spike? I'm just going at this so gas. It was so gas. Yeah, I do. I I do think that they definitely some of them did check. I'd say Annie was going through a fine tooth comb. Um, I would. Yeah, I'd say they did. Now I can't say that I did actually look after that episode myself, (laughs) and I do not have any great pubes. And I would. I would be happy to admit if I did. Um, I don't. So guys, again, we had talked on that Patreon episode just about how young I was, um, and that uh, yeah, I don't have it and. No, we don't. There's no butt fingers. If you don't know what we're talking about, your <laughs> episode last, not not the most recent episode, the one before. You'll have to go on Patreon to find out that. It, but it's definitely well worth it. I am still, I'm handle. still in therapy yeah, for it. It was so fucking yeah, gas. That was so funny. Uh, that story. So funny. Thanks, Cash. Uh, David Mills says, "What is the nerdiest thing you like or do? Mm, you're quite nerdy in a lot of ways. Mm, I'm probably a little bit techy. So am I." Yeah, yeah I'm a bit techie. techie. You are because you're always like you're always like Annie, you're a fucking granny. Get off your Nokia thirty two ten. And what you need to do is blah, 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 blah. and I'm like I don't know how to do that. I can barely turn the computer on. But you're very nerdy about um technical ways of doing like stuff for the podcast and stuff <laughs> like that and all that kind of stuff that I have no idea I'm just like yeah and whatever I'm the talent I'm and you're the tech guy bullying Annie by saying that I'll give you a little instant to happen there on our most recent Patreon episode whereas Annie was like I'll count you in for the recording and then went and clicked the escape X button <laughs> instead of pressing record so I'm, I think I'm justified in uh, telling her she's a granny that's, the level, that's what I'm working with here people this is what I'm working with Oh, well, that's all stuff you get people, you, you pay people to do that stuff, you know. You're born with talent or you're not. Uh, Vanessa Everly says, have you ever been to a nude beach? Um, Have I ever been to a nude beach? No, I don't think I have. I've been to a combination beach. So you kind of have then? Yeah, I think it was like, you could if you wanted to. Would you yeah, go nude Would you go fully. nude on the beach yourself? Um, No, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I wouldn't be able yeah, to relax. no, I wouldn't. So call no, me approved, but either. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Plus, wouldn't be able for that now. Plus, like, do you not have to put like so much more sunscreen on the places that don't normally see the sun? Like, you're gonna get fucking burned. That's very true. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so ain't nobody got time for that. Anyway, it's good that you didn't, because ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. And concludes our ask Willie anything for this week. And thanks so much for all your questions. These are all you—you you, never run out of questions, lads. It's very, very good like that. I have to say. And now, thank you. You bet. Thank you. Thank you for making Will famous. You better hold on to your titties because <laughs> I got a piece of breaking news in here. Roisin just, Roisin just trumped up the stairs with this to me. This is after landing on the news desk and like a little... Woman gets infected earlobe after boyfriend puts penis through her stretcher hole. Warning, distressing audio ahead. <laughs> Wait now, sorry. Can we say this headline again? Woman gets infected earlobe after boyfriend puts his penis through her stretcher hole. 
A woman went viral on Facebook after she made a panicked post to a Facebook group in search of advice after her boyfriend put his willy through the stretcher hole in her earlobe. Lads, I got a picture of this and I tell you, it ain't pretty. The woman posted in Bitch Diaries on the social media site asking for advice from other women as she claims her boyfriend put his penis through the hole where she had been stretching her earlobes with a stretcher. She wrote, Me and my boyfriend were getting at it and he tried putting his willy through my stretched ear and this is the outcome what the hell has happened or is there anything I can do to treat this at home her concerned post was backed up by before and after pictures of the stretched hole that looks a bit yellow and infected oh my god there is also a definite difference in size of the hole in her earlobe although Facebook users still questioned how small her partner's appendage is it is unclear what she did in the end but she posted it on social media it's natural that things got out of hand and her post was screenshotted and shared almost 40,000 times one commuter wrote new fetish unlocked another added looks like goner ear oh, <laughs> a third said what What the fuck made him do that a fourth said yeah chop his dick off it's obviously he's got underlying issues in other weird sex news a man died after using a strong adhesive as an alternative to condoms during a hotel hookup with his fiance Oh my God. Thank you. This has been Annie for Face <laughs> Wow. Lads, I'm going to show you this girl's ear. Oh my God. I'm going to, I'm going to, I put it up on the, um, I don't really want to put it up on the Facebook page. It might be a bit gross for some people. It's pretty fucking Ew, gross. I don't, do we like, want to see this really guys? Um, I don't know, let us do, know. If that you really disgusting. want to see it, send a little, <laughs> send, send a little picture, send a little thing into the show. Um, I feel like that girl was you. You definitely it was either the story was about you or else you you wrote the Goner era comment, one or the other. <laughs> mm. I didn't. I didn't. It is something that I. It is a bad joke that I would yeah. make, but it's not the Goner. I didn't do the Goner era. I'm so sad that somebody got in there ahead of me. But lads, like, why would you be? I suppose like. Every hole is a goal and all the rest of it. Like, but I mean, you'd want to have some stretch in your earlobe to be doing that. Now, I really like piercings. I really like piercings and all the rest of it. But I was never into the stretching myself where you will. Uh, no, it freaks me out. Like, I can kind of appreciate it, but I just can't. I just am like, oh, no, that makes me feel nauseous. Yeah, kind of in the same way as the men with the long, with the men with the long earlobes. Something about earlobes. I just don't think you need to make them any bigger than they already are. They're kind of fucking gross. Fair enough. Fair comment, Annie. Cancelled. Absolutely (laughs) cancelled. That whole community is coming for you. Absolutely cancelled. Earlobes are cancelled. No, just earlobes in general, cancelled. We don't need them for that. And what do they do? There's only, they're only little bits of flesh hanging off your ear and you don't even feel it when they get pierced. Thanks so much to everyone who wrote into the show this week. Thanks so much to our new Patreons. Thank you so much to Super Superduperstitious, to Holly and Jamie. And uh, Will's going to give you the socials. Oh, thanks everybody. Um, so if you want more episodes, you can get our bonus weekly episode, Motu Weird Wednesdays, every Wednesday on our Patreon, where you can sign up in the show note link below or go to patreon.com forward slash mysteries of the unexplained. You can follow us on Instagram at mysteries of the unexplained pod and you can find us also on Facebook and just search for Mysteries of the Unexplained and you can see our Facebook page. But make sure you go to the Facebook 
Mysteries of the Unexplained group because that's where all the action is, darling. And if you have a story that you want to send in to us for us to read on the show, funny, extra, uh, paranormal or otherwise, just send it to motustories at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Will, for doing your bit for the show. No problem, Clarice. Now, (laughs) over to Roisin with the weather. (laughs) It's raining. Um, Thanks so much to everyone who who sent in their grinds my gears for this week's Patreon and last one were actually gas. So if you want to join the Patreon, go to www.patreon.com. No, go to patreon.com forward slash mysteries of the unexplained because that's where you can send in your grinds my gears and we will read them out on the Patreon and have a good old laugh at what is driving you demented this week. Okay, my lovelies, thanks so much for your Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Board, join us next Thank week you so much. for more mysteries, mysteries of, of the unexplained. This tune's going to punish you. <laughs> I scream, yabby mind. <laughs>